Hey sis, let's talk biz. Hello, welcome back to week three of my potty. We are three episodes down. Did you know there's a stat that apparently, I think it's something like 70% of podcasts don't make it past episode seven or eight. That's not going to be me, guys. That is not going to be me. We're going to be consistent around here. Some places, I don't know the saying, I'm going to butcher this, how you show up somewhere is how you show up everywhere. And that's not even the quote, but you get where I'm going with that, right? How you show up in one thing is how you show up in everything. I think that's it. I think that might be the quote. (laughs) Um, So yeah, consistency is the name of the game around here. Consistency was one of my words of the year and we're going to be consistent. We're going to be a consistent gal. So today I want to talk about self-trust, but before I get into that, a little bit about my week. I totally switched off last week. Actually, let's rewind even before that. So I have my new program, The Course Codes, and I also have my third program, which is another newbie called uh, You're a Boss, The Level Up. And that's a continuation from my signature course, Abracadabra, You're a Boss. And I had decided to run them as live programs and I decided 11th hour, no, 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 this is not the right way to to conduct these courses. It's not the right way to host these courses. I need to change it. So that meant a lot of late nights for me last week. I don't think I went to bed before 1am all week, but that was self-inflicted. And I don't support hustle culture, not by any means, but I just think there are times that calls for a bit of hustle. And I'd made that decision to change the format of it. So that was all on me. And I made a commitment and I was bloody well going to bring the best course content that I could. So it meant staying up till 1am, finishing my editing, building my courses out and just making sure that my students get the absolute most out of these offerings. So I do not regret my decision. I'm so happy with how that went. So yeah, a lot of late nights for me last week, but it also meant that my weekend was all that more special. And normally I'm working in and out on weekends, you know, just like from my phone, a little bit on the laptop here and there. But we went to Tangaluma, which is in Queensland, a little island, and it's actually only an hour off mainland. And it's like you're in Fiji. It's so beautiful. I stayed completely off my social media all weekend, which was so nice. Um, We fed dolphins. There was a snake, literally a snake in our bed at 1am that wrapped around my husband's leg. And I woke up to him yelling, just swearing. And he was kind of calm. So I thought, oh, there's a cockroach in the bed. And that freaked me out. Let me tell you, fear of cockroaches, Um, especially the flying ones, which we get in Queensland. I didn't know this wasn't just a Queensland thing, but they fly at our heads here. Anyway, Um, The snake was around his leg, woke up to a thud, which I thought was him dropping his water bottle, but it was actually the snake hitting the other side of the room. And then he's turned the light on and this motherfucker was more than five feet long. It was in my suitcase. It was looking at itself in the mirror. And then thankfully it found its way out of the open door all by itself. So we wake up a couple of hours later, go outside and it's swallowing a shorebird this huge shorebird is halfway down its neck and then it's wrapped itself around it. So a little bit of David Attenborough for us for the morning. Um, But honestly, everyone was laughing when I shared it to my stories. Actually, no, they weren't laughing. They were freaked the F out. I was more scared when I thought it was a cockroach, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm okay with snakes, but it wasn't wrapped around my leg. So maybe that's why. So yeah, that was snake aside. That was the most beautiful weekend. My cup was full. My cup still feels full from it and I just have this urge and this pull to create the life so that 
and, and, you know, shift my work a little bit and start to mold it so that I'm not on my phone or devices at all on weekends. That is a huge goal of mine now for this year. A huge intention is to shift how I do things so that I'm completely offline on weekends. And yeah, more of that, you know, more of the things that fill our cup, I say. So let's lead into this episode. I want to talk about self-trust and I want to talk about how quickly life can change when you actually commit to something and you lead with self-trust. Self-trust, in my opinion, is when you lead with your intuition, you lead with what feels right in your soul, deep in your soul, who you are, what feels right without letting outside factors come into it, without letting outside opinions come in, without all of the what ifs. If you were just to question, how would I live my life if money wasn't an issue, if opinions weren't an issue, if self-confidence wasn't an issue, how would I live my life out? And what feels authentic to me? And I feel like you end up with who you are at your being. And then self-trust is actually starting to follow that. Your life can literally change so quickly when you do lead with that self-trust. But a lot of us face this and it's completely normal. This is completely okay. It's society where you know, we have to keep ourselves safe at the same time. So of course, staying where it's comfortable is the thing to do and what most of us tend to do. But when you actually decide to go all in, not half us, not not 20% in, but when you decide to go all in and commit to leading with self-trust, living life in a way that feels authentic to you, trusting yourself to go out there and chase your dreams and not just one foot in and half out, when you give it 100%, it can change so quickly. And I think that's on account of one, you're in alignment. And anytime that you're in alignment and you're being authentic to yourself, things are going to flow more naturally. Things are going to happen the way they should. You're already more open to following your intuition and just letting it pull you in the direction that you're meant to go. Instead of you kind of feeling a pull, but you're ignoring that because what if, you know, what if this person says this? Oh, what if this happens? Oh no, but I can't because of this. That's that's leading you on a different path away from maybe where you were originally supposed to go. So I do think that starting to trust yourself and listen, it's going to naturally guide you in the direction that you were always supposed to be. But also there's that sink or swim factor. When you're all in, you have no choice but to go hard, to, to give it your everything. Trust yourself, back yourself and make it work. And I feel like when you don't have that safety net, and by the way, I'm not encouraging people to go out and cut their safety net. We have to be practical. <laughs> we have to make sure we keep a roof over our heads. We keep, we keep food on the table, bills paid, electricity on. All of our commitments are under control. But don't just stay there. Like I've, I've touched on this before, I know, but you need to make sure that that's temporary and that you're actually leading towards a life that you really love and that you're obsessed with. And yes, I talked about this last week, but it all comes back to this. It's that if you just stay comfortable and you decide, oh, I'm just going to give it 20% of my effort or 20% of my time. If you're doing that for a really long period and nothing much is changing. And, and I remember posting something on my stories at the beginning of the year. And I said, commit to yourself for six months and look how much your life can change. And I want to ask you to reflect this on yourself and your own goals that you set yourself for the new year. Has much of your life changed in the six months? If no, then maybe you're not trusting yourself. Maybe you're not committing to the thing. Maybe you're not going all in. Maybe you've still got half your body out and you're just dipping a leg in and thinking that's enough. 
It's all well and good to talk about self-trust, but let me give you some actual examples of how life can change very quickly when you lead with self-trust. So I'll give you the example of, well, I could say it with any of my businesses really, but say my second business, my children's clothing label, so many people were telling me not to do it. It's oversaturated. You know, the children's market's oversaturated. You can't run a business online because this was very early e-com days when everything was, you know, shops, retail, like actual bricks and mortar store, not online. And of course, maybe to do with being stubborn, didn't listen to anyone and just thought, no, I've got this. And if I don't, what's the worst that can happen? So I went in, I started this business and plus I didn't outlay a single dollar. So of course, it's quite easy to lead with self-trust when you're not outlaying a single dollar. But I just shut out all the outside noise, led with my own thoughts and feelings around this. And by that night, I had over 300 orders. So I had over $10,000. It might have even been 15000 something like that, that I had made overnight. And I was living week to week before this. So it changed like that, literally like that. It's not the first time something like that has happened. You know, like Supple Skin Co., which is my current beauty business. Again, I went from something that didn't exist only spending, it was less than $500 to start this business. And then a few months later, it was turning over upwards of $80,000 a month on the regular and it, you know, up to $120,000 a month at peak. It can happen just like that. Again, I see so many stories, especially in this industry of startup businesses where one minute they're starting, they're launching a business. They have no idea what they're doing. They're brand new to it. The next minute they're in the millions and they're selling out for multi-millions. I even have students, I'm going to use one student, for example, one in particular, she signed up to my course in December. So she joined the January round. I remember because I was in Noosa, I was holidaying at the time. And obviously January is a time of year where everyone's feeling extra motivated, extra inspired. They've set all these goals for themselves. And she was in admin. She was working very hard, long hours in admin. And she's also a mother. And she joined my course. I remember her being very nervous, but she felt an intuitive pull. She just said, oh, I've been thinking about it the last two rounds and this time I'm actually going to jump in. And she signed up in January, very nervous, um, didn't have a lot of funds as, you know, excess cash. So she really was investing in herself in this. And I feel like, again, this is self-trust. If you can't trust in yourself to do the thing you need to, to get your investment back and to do the work, How are other people going to put their faith, their trust, their money into you? You have to be the one to lead first. You have to do the thing. You have to show people and and lead with authenticity and show that you back yourself. If you back yourself, other people see that. Other people feel that. You can't fake that. So she backed herself. I knew from the moment I spoke to her, yeah, she was nervous, but I just knew she's going to go out and she's going to do this thing and I'm so fucking excited to witness it. And I see that in a lot of my students and I feel like I'm looking at them and they're all amazing. It doesn't matter what pace they're going at. Some are taking it slower. That's totally fine. Some are like, go, 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 let's go. Let's do it yesterday. But I love witnessing them and seeing how different people are and just spotting certain ones where I'm like, oh, there's a multi-million dollar idea. That one's going to go off. But anyway, this all happened very quickly for this beautiful girl. So January, she jumped in the course. Last month, she quit her nine to five. So she's launched a product-based business and she's grown her own social media profile and she's doing user-generated content for other people. 
So she is doing this full time and she jumped all in, very, very nervous, but she's putting in the work and she's doing so amazing. She's absolutely killing it. And she told me that by mid-year, so by about four months into her journey of going all in, she will have made her whole year salary. And this is because she decided to trust herself, back herself and give it 100%, not give it 50%, not give it 30% and expect results, give it 100%. She made the commitment back in January, she's followed through and now look at what she's created. Her life is completely different. She now gets to decide what she does each day when she wakes up. She gets to choose when she's at work at her desk, when she's out brunching with friends, when she's spending time with children. It's beautiful to witness. I love seeing this and I'm just begging you to start to tap into your intuition more, start to lead with a bit more self-trust. But it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to lead with self-trust, but you actually have to do the thing. Just remember that. The thought without the action is nothing. You need to actually bring both to the table. Had this beautiful girl not led with self-trust and not made that decision, not shaken shit up a bit, she would very likely still be sitting in her office desk watching on her lunch break someone else doing the thing that she wishes she was doing. I'm going to cut it there because you know I love these short, sharp episodes, but I just want you to, to give this a bit of thought and think to yourself, okay, where am I not trusting myself? Where am I only going half in and I'm expecting all in results? Where can I clean up little areas here and there? And it doesn't mean necessarily that it's running your own business. It could be you could work for someone else and that could be a dream of yours that you want a promotion You want to make it to the top, but you're not going all in. You know, you're half-assing it there. You might want, you might have a particular fitness goal. You have all these screensavers. You have all the planners and the, you know, things to keep you accountable, but you're not showing up 100%. You're going half in and expecting the results. So you can apply this to absolutely any area of your life, but just do a bit of self-reflection and say, could I trust myself? If I was looking through the lens of someone else's eyes, my life, when no one's watching, am I showing up the way that I should be showing up to get the life that I want to have? I'm going to leave you on that thought, a little bit of self-reflection time and see where you can be cleaning things up, where you can start to lead with more self-trust, where you can start to embody more of the thing that you say you want to do, but you're not quite going all in. On that note, I have a very sore throat in case you can't tell my voice is a little bit softer today because I've been recording course modules all week and I'm going to jump off and go do the next one now. So thanks for listening. Thanks for having me in your ears. My next course for Abracadabra Boss starts on Monday next week. I am so freaking excited. I love working with the people in this course. It's literally like having your big sis on FaceTime and I'm teaching you everything I've done in my businesses, my little hacks not gatekeeping. I'm sharing all my secrets. I'm spilling all the tea. And then there's really visual hands-on modules where I'm showing you exactly how to do these things on the computer screen as well. So it's a three-week self-paced course. I would absolutely love to have you with me. If you feel like you need to shake shit up a little bit in your world, jump on and join me, candycamp.com.au. I'll see you next Tuesday. 